0: I try to give you some little building bricks about the things I I met in those last 30 years. This is uh, all the accidents in the area I live in. And what you can see is on the top right corner there are quite a lot of accidents. How come? And here we have very little accidents. And whatever selection I make, for instance, these are the deadly accidents in the same period. You'll see that still in that area we find a lot of deadly accidents. And if you look for, for instance, feminal accidents or bicycle accidents or children accidents, it's always the same pattern. So the conclusion should be those accidents have nothing to do with the road or the type of accident. But what does it have to do with... uh, Why is it on that area? Well, when you look at the main network, all the main roads stop before the North Sea. And here's a main road, this main road going up to here, and here's a main road. On that area we have no main roads at all. So there is a strong relation in the way you build up your network and accidents. And you can maybe work for 100 years, but you will never solve that problem when you don't change your network. It has nothing to do with people that don't want to obey the rules. It has to do with the network. And the next one, Well, that's the map. It's this area. You see, here are main roads, there are main roads, and here was a big barrier by the water, and in this area we find that enormous amount of accidents through 10, 15 years, 20 years long, and we never found a way to cope with it. So the way you build up your network is the first thing needed for road safety. But how do we build up our network? This network is built up by the numbers of cars the more cars are driving on the road the bigger the road is and because it ends up in the North Sea okay, the road ends but for those people it's very, very horrible because many people lost their lives because they were too little cars to make a main road so the number of cars I think is not such a good indicator for the need of a highway there must be something else and the next picture and I tried to find out what actually makes me looking for a higher quality road? Well, what we learned with 30-kilometer areas was actually that people accept two minutes driving with 30 kilometers. Maybe three, but that's the end of acceptance. But three kilometers to that direction or that direction, that's about one, uh, three kilometer, kilometers to three kilometers. That's a very big area for 30 kilometers. And it actually tells you that within three minutes you have a road of 50 kilometers available. And that's what we find in Holland, doing all the different uh, pilot schemes with 30 kilometers, all those schemes show the same acceptance. It's about two to three kilometers an area that people accept driving with lower speeds. But many of our smaller cities fit wonderful in that pattern. That's not a problem. Then after th- three minutes you need a 50-kilometer road for traffic. And then five minutes you need a, uh, you need a main road. And when you look at the way Holland has been built up, the road network is about with these figures. So, now I had a new way of looking at if it's needed to build a highway. With these figures, they are multiplied by about three when you look at the area where all those accidents were. And actually, I've done it several times in Holland when I look at the map, and I think, well, when I look at the figures, there must be a lot of accidents happening in this area. And it does. It's actually, when you... Make these figures too big, you find more accidents. So, you need to have some relation with the time that people are on the road before they meet the next quality of a road and not the amount of cars. And that was actually what I was looking for. Yes, please. And this is actually the map that engineers love straight lines and figures. But what I show in this map are only the roads needed for traffic. There <coughs> are 120 kilometers, red ones. The blue ones, 100 km in Holland, and in between the 80 km roads with the bicycle path. And here, the grid, those are the 50-kilometer roads, for instance, in Amsterdam. This is the network we need for cars. But what I'm actually saying is that all the other roads are not part of the network for cars. That's public space. And it's this network that is facilitating our society that we can skip the world of human beings. And I often pose the question to, to an audience and say, Have you any idea what's the purpose of the road network? Have you? Why do we have a road network? No idea? It costs such a lot of money. Strange that we have no idea what's the purpose of it. Well, after some time, mostly someone is saying, Well, it's meant to go from A to B. I agree but that's only for a very small part of the network. And when you think a little bit back in time, for about 100, 150 years ago, there was a network of roads, of bridleways, of footpaths, church roads, and so on, that was covering the whole continent. You could walk to China with only one quite simple purpose, facilitating the meeting between people. You could meet other people with an army, or you could do some trading and merchandising with other people, or look for for a for for wife. It was just facilitating the interaction between people. Where's that network gone? You can't walk to China anymore. Within five kilometers kilometers, you're stuck on the highway. What actually happened is that we took over the whole human network for people by car without having any knowledge and any notion about the real value of that public space network. And that's actually what this map is showing us. This is the only routes you need for traffic.